I'm John DiLibretto, and you're hearing the Echoes Podcast. Today, I've got an electronic musician who is the prototypical bedroom synthesist. By day, he stocks shelves at Walmart. By night, he heads into electronic space. His name is Elion. We'll hear about his music and what his parents actually named him in the Echoes Podcast today. Before we hear from Elion, I want to tell you about a great album out by Kevin Keller called Ice Worlds. Kevin has been an Echo's favorite for many years, combining classical influences and beautiful, subtle sound design to create wonderfully visceral and emotional soundscapes. Keller was the first musician to whom I applied the term ambient chamber music. But with Ice Worlds, he's traded in strings for an array of vintage synthesizers and modern samplers, conjuring up beautiful and often joyful images of snow-shrouded landscapes and distant cold planets. There's a reason it's the Echo's CD of the Month for March. Kevin Keller's Ice Worlds is available from iTunes, Amazon, Bandcamp, and other online retailers. And now, shoppers, hear about our special in aisle 26, Elyon. One thing about this wired world we live in is that you can dial into a musical sound without being connected to any particular scene. Across the world, there are musicians who don't play out, don't tour, and don't even release their music. Take the artist known as Elion. He's been making music for some 20 years, but there isn't a big electronic scene in Mesquite, Texas, where he grew up, nor in Waco, Texas, where he lives. And he would have been one of those bedroom musicians putting up music on MySpace if he hadn't reached out to ambient guitarist David Helpling. When he first started sending music to myself and John Jenkins back eight or nine years ago, I could instantly hear he really knew how to mix music. It was this lush, reverby pianos and synthesizers, but yet you could hear it all. I could be brought into the mix and it was pleasant and somewhat polished. But he doesn't release them and he's not connected with any record label that wants to release them. So I said, okay, I'm really hearing some great things in your music. I want to help you, but I'm only going to help you if you release this on a record label and get it out to where your listeners out there somewhere, they're going to find this music. So he did, resulting in Elion's first album, Dreams Beyond Terra, released at the tender age of 48. Although Elion has been composing and dropping music online for 20 years, music isn't his occupation. The artist creating this fanciful sound has a day job. Well, I work at Walmart. I stock uh, groceries and supplies. David Helpling. It's an interesting kind of thing because here we have 
this guy, Mr. Elion, who's creating this amazing music, but yet, you know, he's working at Walmart and in the freezer to, to pay his rent, living out in Texas, and his lifestyle and his his way of being is so far removed from mine. Um, but at the same time, the music speaks volumes, you know. Elion got his first keyboard in his mid-teens, but it wasn't the synthesizer wizard device he hoped for. Yeah, actually, I got it for Christmas. Uh, my grandparents had asked me what I wanted for Christmas that year, and I had seen the Roland Super JX or something, and I wanted that so bad. And and I'm like, I didn't, you know, realize that they weren't going to spend that kind of money. And when they got me this $200 keyboard instead of a $2,000 keyboard, I was thrilled. But a decade later, he began putting music up on MySpace, including this early track, Bora Bora. music found an audience on MySpace, including David Helpling. I had music up on MySpace about eight, nine years ago, something like that, and I saw that David Helpling had music on MySpace, and I commented to him on his page, and he commented back to me, and the next thing you know, we're talking away from MySpace, and I introduced some new music to him, and uh, he got it to Spotted Peccary, the label he's under. And it wasn't quite the style that they were taking, but I think they really liked it. Spotted Peccary, the label Helpling records for, is known for dark, deeply textured ambient music. The Elion sound didn't quite fit. It was too happy. Well, Elion's music, though it is electronic and has a veil of ambience and uh, beautiful warm synthesizers to it, the music is all really positive. And there's a lot on the surface. There's a lot of surface level happiness and jubilance and positivity. And I, I think it's just too happy. I don't really like saying that, but I, I think that's a, a right way to put it. Elion doesn't disagree with David Helpling's perception. He was born that way. 
Man, I gotta tell you, ever since I was a kid, I always have been optimistic, looking for the stars, reaching for the stars. Even like Christmas time is still my favorite. Maybe it's because of the music, the glitter. I'm not really sure, but it's just always looking for that bright side. A lot of that exuberant sound also comes from Elion's formative years of music listening. During the 80s, I, I mean, I was big on listening to Madonna and Prince and Duran Duran, Journey. Um, so I have a lot of influences from more upbeat music. But when New Age Radio came to Texas, his interests changed. Once uh, 106.1 The Oasis kicked in, I think it was 80. Six or 87, a radio station in Dallas, I was like, wow, I had never heard this new age music, no one's singing to it. And where are they getting these melodies from? Where are these, you know, these keyboard sounds or are they keyboard sounds? And it was just like a whole new doorway that had opened to me. That doorway included artists like John Serry, Patrick O'Hearn, Don Harris, and others who came to popularity during the New Age boom of the mid-1980s. It might also explain his moniker. His real name is Michael Rogers, but he came up with Elion as a stage persona. My middle name just happens to be Leon, and when I came up with the idea of putting an E in front of it, created the name Elion, and a friend of mine, Jimmy Forbes, created the first logo. We both thought it worked and just went from there. This was 20 years ago when the name Elion fit in with a lot of New Age monikers at the time like Vangelis, Kitaro, and Gandalf. You can tell from Elion's song titles like Carbon Beans and Bionic Travelers that he's something of a science fiction freak. You better believe it. I'm a huge Star Trek fan, Star Wars fan, um, a lot of sci-fis, and this album was sort of like one hand on earth and one hand in space. It's just stretching across the entire spectrum. Although it took him eight years to get Dreams Beyond Terra together for release, Elion is already working on his next album because, when he isn't stocking Walmart shelves, he's always making music. David Helpling. Yeah, well, you know, he's been making music this whole time and he's way prolific. Like, he makes an album while I'm thinking about making one song, you know?
Hopefully it won't be eight years till the next album by Elyon, but even if it is, he'll probably still be putting his music up online. His new CD is Dreams of Terror on Heart Dance Records. You can get a hold of Elyon's Dreams Beyond Terra by going to our website at echoes.org. There will be a link there in the posting for this podcast. Next week on the Echoes podcast, I go acoustic when we hear the tragic tale behind the new album by Yagel called Yuna. Yagel makes a chamber music sound for piano and guitar that's really beautiful. I'm John DiLibretto. Thanks for tuning in to the Echoes podcast. See you next week, tonight, or online right now on Echoes. <laughs>